0: a revival in Israel. There will be a restoration in Israel. And he's saying, and they also will now have their names written in the Lamb's book of life. Meaning, there is a day coming when they also will accept Christ the Messiah as the Messiah. And they will be saved. It's like that. When that day comes, their names will be in the book of life. day, if you read the book of Zechariah, that day is promised. He promises in Zechariah chapter 3 when he says that in one day he'll wipe out, take away the sin of Israel. That day is promised in the book of Romans chapter 11. Romans chapter 11 25, he says, when the fullness of the number of the Gentiles has arrived, meaning the church has been taken then verse 26 then all israel will be saved okay now you have to be careful with all israel because you know too well that two-thirds will be slaughtered but he's saying that god will redeem israel god will restore israel that's what he's saying there are we together that a day is coming Well, now finally he's going to rescue israel and their names will be in the lamb's book of life so he's saying here very powerfully he's saying but at that time anyone whose name is found written in the book that's the book of life will be delivered he's promising deliverance he's saying again look at me now he's saying however terrible that great tribulation will be. However horrific, that great tribulation will be. Terrible, horrific, bloody, unbearable, unthinkable, unimaginable, slaughter and everything. Bloodshed, blood being poured. He's saying, however terrible, that day will be. He's saying, God will save Israel. Hallelujah. And that tells you that even this thing that is looming right now in the news, they're going to prevail. Oh yes. They're going to prevail. Because he says, then, also he has a plan to rescue israel to fight for israel you know too well in Zechariah chapter 12 verse 10 when they will mourn like one mourns over a firstborn son when they will see the one they are pierced finally coming to redeem them they will mourn but this prophecy on the rapture of the dead church of the dead of the church asleep of those who have died before rapture, is very powerful and very rich. Hallelujah. I'm simply teaching you how to read Bible when you go to teach your countries. Because time is over. The devil will not teach them the word. Only you will teach them the word. Hallelujah. And there's no other time for teaching the word except now. Right? And he says, Everyone whose name is found written in the book of life, the book, will be delivered. And then verse 2, verse 2, now he comes to that same vision. Verse 2, he says, he says, multitudes who sleep in the dust of the earth will awake. Now he calls sleep, he calls death what? Sleep. Hallelujah. Because he knows they are going to be woken up. They are going to be woken up hallelujah he says again verse 2 multitudes who sleep in the dust of the earth will awake some to everlasting life and others to everlasting contempt to shame and everlasting contempt again verse 2 multitudes who sleep in the dust of the earth will awake some to everlasting life and others to shame and everlasting contempt. God is saying that there are two resurrections. The Lord is saying that there are two resurrections. That there is the first resurrection and the second resurrection. And when Daniel is looking at this vision, he sees the two as if they're happening at the same time. But when the rapture is near and the Lord has now sent us to come and speak to the church globally, then he now shows us the resurrection that are resurrected for everlasting life. Are we together now? Now he shows us the first resurrection. One resurrection alone first. The first one. Cuando avenida uh, venida de Cristo repart- a ara- ara- rapture. I don't know, you know in Portuguese the sacral apartamento. When the rapture is near, cuando the rapture es cerca, el monstruo a nosotros solamente primera resurrección. Resucitación or resurrection, whichever the case Resurrection. In the message of the rapture of the church that died before rapture, in that message, in that vision, when you now open up the instruction of God, you hear him saying that there are two resurrections. And God Almighty is saying that you like it or not, You like it or not? There is a real heaven. There is a real place called heaven and people will be resurrected and they will go into a real heaven and stay there. There is a real heaven. You like it or not, he says, let these people in this generation stop joking around. He's saying there is a real heaven. Where people will go and enjoy everlasting life. Hallelujah. Oh yes. He said there is a real place called heaven and people will go to that place and they will enter there and they will get eternal life and they will enjoy it and they will celebrate eternally in the presence of God. A real place. It must happen. It must happen. He said it must happen. There is a real place. He's saying the way this generation is joking around, go and tell them there is a real place called heaven. God himself has testified that, look, it is a real place, and there are only two destinations. There is no third one. There is no third one. Did you understand? Can you sit down, please? Did you understand what the Lord is saying here? In the vision of the rapture. My daughter, me, I'm glad you came from South Africa. I'm glad you came to hear this. So you can go and teach it. So that they enter. So on that day, when they look at the nations which have gathered, they see South Africa's gathered. They see South Africa's gathered also. On that day. Yeah. This is the time. And it's amazing, really. It's amazing to even think that the Lord can choose you and put you on such a noble, most powerful agenda of heaven, doing it on His behalf. That is unbelievable that He has chosen you to begin to do things on behalf of God the Father on this earth and prepare people for that place. It's unthinkable. Because you're like, just a moment, I'm just an ordinary person. How did He choose me? But wait a moment. Wait a moment. You'll see what God does with just ordinary people. Hallelujah. <laughs> That's why I said we have so much to cover. This is just intro- oh, well, introduction. I introduction. Mean, this is it now, but we are moving slowly. What we have is so much. At one point she has to read the Bible for me. So we can cover this. So when you come here, you get that which I don't say elsewhere you get deeper and more expensive and intensive also. Hallelujah. He's saying, in the message of the rapture of the church, of those who have fallen asleep, those who have died before rapture, he says that just a moment, run to these people and tell them, there is a real place called heaven, and real people will resurrect and enter the real place and enjoy a real eternal life. Real. It is not a story. And he's saying that in the same breath there is a real place called hell where there is the lake of fire where people will be subjected. The word there is everlasting shame and everlasting contempt. march 4th 2022 he spoke with me about this resurrection again this time around by voice and he said some will be resurrected for everlasting life and others by voice by voice and others will be resurrected look at this now for everlasting shame and everlasting contempt he put everlasting twice In the Bible, for shame and everlasting, you know, but this time by voice he put twice. And when I woke up and opened my eyes, I was still hearing his last words as I was looking at the next pillow next to me. As I woke up, by voice he spoke, as I woke up and I was looking at the next pillow that is next to my head, this pillow, next one, as I looked at it, I was still hearing his last words, audibly, "My Lord, My Lord," this is reality now is coming. He say that just as there is a real place called heaven where people will enter, he's saying, "Go to this generation and tell them they are joking. They are joking with sexual sin. They are joking with salvation." They are joking with holiness. They are playing around. There is a real place called hell where people will enter and they will suffer eternal, eternal shame and eternal contempt and eternal judgment with eternal fire and eternal suffering and eternal death. Hallelujah where there is a real place god himself has written it here say God tell them there is a real place called hell it's a lake of fire and tell them that that place has only one problem that place the only problem with it is that whosoever enters there never comes out aye, aye, aye. there is only one problem with that place that whosoever enters there in the place called hell never ever comes out To the extent that when you look at the book of Luke chapter 16, the rich man and Lazarus, when the rich man let us read Bible Luke chapter 16 when the rich man all of a sudden without notice my lord without any warning say hey you became no, all of a sudden When he died, Para, if, the Bible says, found himself in hell. Ay, 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 ay. This is serious. Very serious. Mucho seria. Hallelujah. Very powerful. And very serious. Finland, are you doing okay? The translation is good? Very good. So me, right? Very good. And how about Germany? Is everything going well? Very good. So this is serious. Thank you. You have a place to sit, my son. Just find a place. Sit. Any seat you find, you sit down. He's saying, Luke chapter 16, the rich man and Lazarus. He says, now, I don't know about your Bible, but for me, my Bible is in red. Red. In Spanish they say roja or verde. I don't know which of the two. Or bo- rojo. Okay. If you tell a Kenyan rojo, you know what he say, say to you? I say, wow, rojo. That, that's now spiritual. That's spirit. <laughs> I tell you. I, <laughs> I, What happened in the Tower of Babel? Uh-uh. that was big. <laughs> To disperse them (laughs) and mix them up. (laughs) Hallelujah. Come right in, my daughter, and sit down. Who is that? Oh, thank you, my daughter. Welcome from Atlanta, right? Yeah, thank you. Welcome. Sit down. Take one seat right next to you there. Thank you. Thank you, my daughter. So, this is not a joke. He's saying that there is a real place called heaven where real people will go, enter, and enjoy eternal celebration. Eternal joy. Award ceremonies. Crowns being given. Having wonderful banquets and dinners. Having non-stop worship. Having a glorious body. In fact, later I'm going to handle glorification you'll see the type of body then. Once I handle glorification, you'll see the type of body. You'll see that the type of, oh, oh, once I handle the vision of October 18th, 2021 glorification, you'll be stunned. When he now promises to give us the same glorious body as you, as he is rather. And the one speaking with you has a glorious body, which is on the screen now. Oh, that is very powerful. That, that is very powerful. But now, also, the two of them, so they can see the two bodies. The two bodies. Which is very deep conversation the Lord is having with this generation. The Lord saying, number one, that in the millennial reign, some will be in the physical body, others will be in the spiritual body. The Lord saying, that for those who have died earlier before rapture, they will be in the glorious body. And those, so, you see the other one representing those that have died before rapture, and then this other one representing those that will be translated. There is a big conversation there I have never shared. I have never shared. There is a big conversation there. But what I'm saying is this. He's saying, That in the message of the rapture of the church that fell asleep the church people that died before the rapture itself happened the Lord is saying that be careful now there is a real place a physical place called hell whereby people will have a physical body a body that is made in a special way to receive judgment to perceive judgment very sensitive to judgment, and it will be incinerated in the fire. And the biggest problem is that it's a lake of fire which is doing waves like this, and your heads are not up. They are not out, out in, the, in the waves. No, they are under. And breathing... <laughs> when you cry, the fire burns the lungs. You cannot breathe. The first problem in hell... Is breathing is impossible. If you hear them cry, they say, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Eternally, eternally. And yet you had such a wonderful opportunity to decide now, here and now. It is horror. You say, run and warn them that there is a real place called hell. That's why you are sitting here. And also go and tell them that there is a real place called heaven. And so, just that alone until here is so much. For example, what would you do then? What is the instruction as at now? Would you do then to make sure that now you enter the real place called heaven? Can we start from there or that is too much for you? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can we start from there? Can we start with some types, some kind of examples of resurrection that the Lord portrayed, he presented it throughout there, right? Can we do that? Before we come now, how to prepare? Some examples on this wonderful resurrection he's talking about. How are we together? The book of Numbers, Numbers 17, some types, examples of resurrection. Numbers chapter 17 verse 8, right? That's why I, I said we have too much. We've not even scratched the surface on this message of resurrection, this vision. We have not even scratched. So you can imagine at one point I will tell her to read the scriptures as we plow through. So that at least wherever you're going to, you have the bulk, Right? Hallelujah. And this is the kind of message Kenya has been feeding on, but not this particular one, right? Not at all. This one is new to everybody, right? The book of Numbers chapter 17 verse 8. Some examples of resurrection the Lord laid in the Bible. He says, the next day Moses entered the tent and saw that Aaron's staff had which represented, again, that Aaron's staff, which represented the tribe of Levi, had not only sprouted, but had budded, blossomed, and produced almonds also. Examples of resurrection that God placed in the Bible. Hallelujah. Are we walking together now? And he goes on to say another example psalm 23 verse 4 we read this yesterday but you can read it again the book of psalm 23 verse 4. it says the following some examples of resurrection the lord presented in the bible if you so will you can say some types whichever way you want to put it right he says the following psalm 23 verse 4 we read it yesterday i read it again and he says even though I walk through the darkest valley of the shadow of death. Can you imagine the valley of the shadow of death? Meaning death is just around there. Right? Yeah, Because now the shadow, he is here. If you see his shadow touch you, he is around here. Right? And if I had time to open that for you, you would be shocked. Because you go back to Isaiah. When now the prophet of the Lord was defining for the Messiah, his area of ministration by the Sea of Galilee. Zebulun, Naphtali, the people living or sitting in darkness. Hallelujah. Very serious. And he's saying here that we read again, that even though, again, Psalm 23 verse 4, he says, even though I walk through the darkest valley of the shadow of death, meaning death himself is around there, if his shadow is touching you, right? I'll fear no evil, for you are with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Meaning the Lord guaranteeing safe passage. Some examples of resurrection. Those of you who are close to me, I've shared with you some deep conversation. Why does, God, why does God transfigure me? Why? The Lord is simply trying to identify his servants to you. And you know that only two prophets of the Lord get glorified, get transfigured. Only two. That is obvious. He's simply trying to identify us to you that only the Messiah and two prophets become transfigured. And so, those who are close to me, I have shared with you that conversation on the mountain of transfiguration. I've hinted. I've not given full detail, but I've hinted. And I said, okay, I know the Bible also gives, uh, gives out some. And I said, the message was simple. The way has been prepared, go and finish the job. A safe passage has been prepared hallelujah he said that owing to the resurrection of jesus that even you that now believe if you die a safe passage has been guaranteed that death cannot hold you and keep you there never never are we together hallelujah i wish we could be doing these word sessions how many would want us to be doing these things (laughs) i know my daughter amen i will make sure you i just say for you you are not coming (laughs) no very good we need to be doing these sessions because it's so rich speaking from the lord to scripture is very powerful instruction to the church I'm so glad that my son, Cedar is here. Finally, Sweden is here. That to me is a, and he's very healthy and very strong. That to me is very powerful. I've been praying for him so much. He has stood the test of time in a mighty way. A very honorable man. Very powerful man. Thank you for putting the camera on him. Very, very honorable man. Very, very powerful man. The senior most clergy in Sweden and we went around Sweden Gothenburg we went to Malmo we went to Stockholm we went to Jönköping we went everywhere he prepared big meetings powerful meetings for the Lord there we are going to come back there very senior most clergy in Sweden hallelujah but what i'm saying is that we need i need to come to Finland and start doing this message I'm still welcome, or this time, do you still wo- love me? Love you, <laughs> I said, want me, I said, love me. <laughs> you still do? Yes. I will come. I want to come back to Finland. I told you, Finland is like home. When I come, we go from s- the way you received me, Finland is like home. When I come, we go from city to city. See, we do many cities. We began it in Finland. We do Helsinki, Yavempa, Turko, Tampere, Yuvaskila. We just go across doing these things. Just announcing to them the Messiah is coming. Very powerful. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this is serious. We need to be doing these conferences, right? Very powerful indeed. And he's saying, and you see, this is very powerful. And he's saying here, I don't know, probably Brazil or said, how come you didn't say those things here? <laughs> how come we went to say them there? <laughs> no, because they know they are sitting at the center of my heart right now. A nation to be revived like Kenya, even all your nations. Will be revived like Kenya. We are what? We are what? Trump, trending number one in Kenya. That is very powerful, my son. Thank you very much. Thank you for standing in, stepping in for Randy in a mighty way. Now you see he has rested, discons now his health is stronger. Very powerful. Hallelujah. I say Shesheni. I tell you, very powerful. We need to be doing these sessions to empower you people so that you can prepare the nations there. Prepare your people. Hallelujah. It says the following. So, before we go into how you prepare that you may be able to go into that real place called heaven, how you prepare, can we just look at some types of resurrection that the lord laid in the bible we have seen two already right hallelujah the book of job 19 if you don't mind the oldest book in the hallelujah job 19 i don't know whether he wrote it in sudan here right he lived in sudan somewhere here right i think he lived in somewhere in sudan here right oh you didn't know that right okay the book of Job, Hope in other languages. The book of Job, Liberal Hope, this in chapter 19, verses 25 to 27. He says the following I know that my Redeemer lives, and that, again, I know that my Redeemer lives. And that in the end he will stand on the earth, and after my skin has been destroyed, in other words, rotted. Pudrido in Spaniel. After my skin has been destroyed. Again, it says, verse 25: I know that my redeemer lives, and that in the end he will stand on the earth, and after my skin has been destroyed. Yet in my flesh, I will see God. How is that possible? Unless you have been given a safe passage. Hallelujah. That's why I come. That you may get to know that God has guaranteed this for you. Just take it. Because the contrast between the two is unbelievable, my Lord. Eternal. The consequence is eternal. Those who enter into the lake of fire, then they never come out. When the rich man in Luke chapter 19, which we are going to read, when he was sending prayer requests to Abraham, the rich man who was eating well, eating chicken and rice and ugali and, and, and foods and drinking juices, tasting with his tongue and eating on the table and pieces were falling. You can imagine the manner of eating. And he thought the favor of God. When he was now sending his prayer request to Abraham from hell, the lake of fire, never did he tell Abraham, please remove me from here. In other words, the Lord is saying, there is a real place called hell. Be careful. Everybody and everything that enters there never comes out. And that one thing alone that is characteristic of everybody that enters hell, that is in hell, one thing that is characteristic of them is this, that when they reach there, they now believe Jesus very well. They now believe that he saves. That one thing that is characteristic of everybody, that in the real place is in the real place called hell, is that they now understand the value of holiness. That the one thing that characterizes them all when they enter hell is that they are saying that please, if you gave me a second chance, I would listen to your prophets I would not joke again. Because in that scripture, Jesus literally hands everybody into the hands of his prophets. He says, no. The prophets are down there. Let them believe the prophets. If they can't believe the prophets, they're not heaven material. They've already called God down there. And they've called rain down there. And cripples have walked. If they can't believe that, then, uh, no. They are not for this place. Uh, where? One thing about those that are in hell is that when you enter hell, then perpetuamente, continuamente, constantly, throughout, you hear only one sound, a cripple has worked for eternity. And he said, whoa, now I understand the treasure that was hidden in that celebration. Oy. They hear a cripple has walked, Jesus' cripple has walked, mighty They're hearing that. They say, whoa, so those miracles were supposed to be for saving my heart. And yet, when you see them celebrating now, Swahili they say, kapuzilia," right? You can easily ignore. Oh, so you had me calling Uganda yesterday and you said, no, I'm simply going home, right? <laughs> Come, my son, bring your chair. We we'll fit you somewhere. We we'll fit you here. Bring, bring a chair for him here. Thank you, my son, John Kitiyo, for coming, the senior archbishop. Right on the red carpet, there is yours. That is serious. That one thing that characterizes all people that are inside hell is that when they reach there, now finally they believe that Jesus saves. Saving from hell. Hell. One thing about people in hell that characterizes them all is that when they reach there, they say, Lord, please send somebody to tell my people not to joke around, not to end up here. The message of the rapture of the church that dies before the rapture. Those that die before the day of rapture. It's a tremendous message. One message is very tremendous. He's saying that the reason the Lord shows me all this and sends me to you in Italy, in Sweden, in Finland, in Kenya, Nigeria, Namibia, South Africa, everywhere, Uganda, New Zealand, Australia, everywhere china is because the lord knows very well that when i will tell you this you will now take your salvation much more seriously from today on i'm talking about before you preach to the church personally you will now fear god and start walking straight and start cleaning up your life because these temporary enticements. Oh, can we look at the, the types first? Let's finish with the types, right? John chapter 12, verse 32. The types in the Bible, the examples the Lord gave about resurrection in the Bible. Is everybody moving right with me? Hallelujah. What an awesome time in the church. I'm glad you came so I can do this. I could have been resting and resting on, not knowing that I have work. I really do. Not any temple for a pronto. He says, John chapter 12, 32. Once you get there, we read together. He says, another example of resurrection. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, I will draw all people to myself. And there is another scripture where he says, unless a seed, a kernel of maize is sown in the soil and it dies, it cannot bear fruit. There are myriads of examples in the Bible. The examples of resurrection. This is serious and powerful. Hallelujah. Because later I will have somebody read for me scripture. But for now I need to finish with this. First Peter chapter 1 verse 3, if you read with me there. Another example. Am I really inundating you? Okay. No answer. Okay. No answer is also an answer. I receive it also. Okay. They are not even... Okay. We are now enemies, right? I'm shocked. This is serious. We're about to take a break right now. We're about to take a short break. We're about to take a short break, right? First Peter... Chapter 1, verse 3. It says the following. Praise be to God. Again, First Peter, chapter 1, verse 3, blessed people. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a new living hope through the resurrection of Christ Jesus from the dead. Unto the inheritance that can never perish or spoil or fade. Another example of resurrection in the Bible. Hallelujah. Can I just finish up so that we can eventually take a break? Another example is the scripture of the rapture that we had, first Thessalonians chapter four, verses thirteen all through. Is another example of resurrection. Are we together? Another example.